<clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Let, let me rephrase that. <laughs> Are you ready? Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, to the millions of fans watching at home, the thousands that are in attendance, and the one fat-ass guy playing his video game, let's get ready to suck it. James don't play video games. I don't know why he's <laughs> He ain't here. Don't, don't try to put him in the mix. Oh. As you can see, the People's Choice Don Rodriguez, myself, the big guy KG. We are here. We are your Saturday Night WrestleManiacs. It Freshman is. We, we upgrading around here. But I had, I, to mean, go back, I had to go back in time with that. With a <laughs> <laughs> the People's Choice Don Rodriguez has the beautiful green screen with the WWF No Mercy on N64. The only way it should be done. Me, myself, I have, of course, my sideline junkie. Tomorrow. Uh, shirt, but also if I lean to the side a little bit, I'm being watched by the expert eye of my father-in-law, who we lost last week. Um, it's a, uh, it, 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 it's been rough, but we are trying to make it. And there's my wife right there, waving hello, hello. She should be in the shot. We tried to get a. To bring it in so y'all could, you know, have the ride, but I see how it is. Mm, Try to, but you know, but the first thing she said is, You ain't you getting no belt. belt. Yeah, that's you heard that part. Just but get a layaway, man. Get a layaway one, I'm telling you, man. <sighs> Plus, uh, good old, um, uh, our boy Chris, uh, put me down with uh, a Facebook group. That we'll, we'll see if we can find something that's going to be a little bit cheaper. So uh, we'll see if little Slim Pickens can uh, help us find one because I told him I was looking for an AEW heavyweight championship, which AEW still is not officially licensing one, but he bought one that looks pretty spot on. So uh, that may be my new something special. And the wife has spoken. Oh, we're not talking about belts. We're talking about championships. <laughs> you say belts, you mad. But uh, or we could do cufflinks. We could do the watch. Uh, we could do the headband, the beanie. I mean, the Hall of Fame ring. Oh yeah, stretch bands. Uh, what else you call them? Uh, some sleeves, some compression socks. There's plenty on WWE.com that we can do. Or WWE Shop. I'm sorry. Well, where we starting off tonight? Because I, uh, I you you about to make me spend money and I that I don't have right now and I'm down for it. Damn, wait, she didn't chimed in again. No merch. No merch. God dang, man, it's tight over there, son. She I, can't I, I, I am through the door these days. God she, dang, she she runs a tight ship, man. She runs a tight ship. Sorry, man. You're just gonna have to leave her. <laughs> can't do that can't do that uh, i got you come on down here and hang out in belt city over here man you, i probably never go home. around just posting uh uh everything you could do for the sideline junkies every day with a championship title on she just came around the corner she's like go ahead then go ahead then 
She she just came around the corner. Well, don't be quiet now, KG. I heard what you said. Well, yeah, you heard what I said, but she looks shit. Out, so you could come down here. She ain't in her. She ain't by her phone now, so I'm straight. All I gotta do okay. is buy her, buy a dress with pockets. And I can get anything I want. That's the key to a, a healthy marriage, ladies and gentlemen. Buy your woman a dress with pockets. Does it matter color? No, it's got pockets in this address. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Well, good job. That was our that's just Nubian segment. So, <laughs> <laughs> you want to make your relationship right? Go ahead and uh, get a, a dress with pockets in it, and then go to uh, the Indies and watch some wrestling since everybody's getting back into the swing of things. And uh, there you go. So that's just Nubian. So this week is going to be our all business show. Ooh. What do we mean by that? Well, that was some business taken care of this week. And uh, that business has sparked a lot of controversy and conversation on the WWE side of things. And then on, uh, I guess we'll just say the AEW side of things interesting opportunities have uh finished and come to fruition outside of the 90-day non-compete clause so we had a nice little appearance and coming out of double or nothing a second nice little appearance from a hall of famer so we'll get into that but before we really dig into it we've got a brand new segment catered just for the big guy and it's called what's the big deal so, KG, you said you wanted the floor. You had something to say. You had something to talk about. Tis your time. Tis your segment. Yes, I did. And I appreciate that. I appreciate you uh, putting me in tonight. Um, Showing a little man meat. You know, there you go. <laughs> little, little, little hamburger meat there. Little hamburger meat, you know. Got to keep the chili right. But uh, I, I love... The, the 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 name of the segment but this is what we have to call it i woke up and chose violence because i am pissed off i am uh hurt because of the round of releases that came through wwe uh to do ruby riot the way she's been done and i'm just gonna start off with ruby riot to do Ruby Riot the way she's been done the last two rounds of releases to keep putting her on the chopping block, getting rid of her, bringing her back, getting rid of her. And last time you got rid of her, but didn't really get rid of her. And then now this time you break up the Riot Squad again. And you pretty much just say, you know, F it. I'm pissed. And I, I when I it hurt me to my core because I am a Ruby Riot fan. I am a Liv Morgan fan. If you've listened to this show, you've watched us, you know how I feel about Liv Morgan. You know how I feel about Sarah Logan. You know how I feel about Ruby Riot. The Riot Squad is what was needed in the women's division. Just like the iconics were needed in the women's division. But you had a stable and you broke it apart again. Now Liv is on her own and they were moving through the tag team ranks, possibly would even get a tag team title shot run if you wrote it right. 
but you let live go which is absolute pure bullshit and i feel for her i really do i feel for live i feel for ruby because you broke up the ride squad again for what and then the first release that i heard shocked the shit out of me and that was braun Strowman. braun Strowman is a vince guy he's he's the vince build he's all of that and you released him after you big showed him you yo-yo him on a regular basis up and down up and down you yo-yo the hell out of braun Strowman. one second he's in the match the next second he's not and i was listening to busted open radio and they said his uh at the last um pay-per-view uh, uh wrestlemania backlash was one of his best matches of the year and then you release him right after that why is it that these releases have to keep coming yearly but you're not releasing the dead weight talent you're releasing top tier talent and i hope like hell ruby ride and, and and braun Strowman wind up in AEW, and then i hope Liv morgan winds up following suit and then sarah logan actually goes and the ride squad is reformed because this bullshit that wwe is pulling is absolutely crazy and you're doing this every year you're, you're screwing over the, the talent every year but you're not bringing anybody up you let buddy murphy go and never gave him a chance what's next jinder mahal whom you put on the shelf you won't put him in anything jinder mahal and 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 uh, Drew McIntyre could have a, a, a good program together. They, that could last six months in some way, shape, or form. Somehow, as a tag team, a, a, as a, a rivalry, it doesn't matter. It can it can happen. What's next? You're going, you're going to bury uh, the New Day? You're going to bury the Street Profits? Is that what's going to happen? Because that's what seems like what creative is doing. Because creative ain't being very damn creative. If you can't find a way to fit Braun Strowman in to a storyline and keep with it, you need to go ahead and, and, and hang up your, your, your pen. Hang up your, you can't write anymore. Get away from it because you don't know what you're doing. You got supreme talent. You can't even damn use it. If I sound pissed off, I, like it says at the bottom, I woke up with your violence this morning. I'm sick of it, man. I, I am sick of it. I am disgusted with WWE. Ran over. You sure? I'm about to start chatting free Mr. Clark. Free Mr. I'm, Clark. I'm, I'm positive. I like I, I boycotted it and didn't watch SmackDown. And like, see, I didn't watch anything because I'm I've been boycotting. I don't know. This is when they do things like this, and I understand when people say, you know, I, I can't really watch WWE because of the moves they make. They bury talent. And you've buried talent on the regular, and you keep doing it. But then when you bury the talent, then you, you, you mess around and you say, well, we got to let them go. You let Andre, Andrade, Cien Almos go to AEW. How does that happen? You let Alistair Black go. How does that happen? How? Because Alistair Black and, and, and Ricochet as a tag team with Mustafa Ali, with Apollo Crews, there's a stable right there what it writes itself the fans love this we ate it up 
You let uh, 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 Zelina Vega go because you wanted to make money off of what she was doing outside of the WWE. That's not your money. And I said it then and I'll say it now. That was a bullshit ass release. I, I can't, man. I can't with WWE right now. I cannot. I refuse to. I feel I feel your your passion for sure. So um there uh was a, a interesting thing that I, I came across and it was a a post um believe it or not on the uh, uh the I think it's the ticket of talks from uh William BR or or Chris uh Dre's and he uh Put out a point and that point was that um miro nick uh camarado and ty conti technically are the only talents before this that the wwe cut that signed to aew andrade mox jericho ftr rest his soul brody lee pop christian cody dustin uh, Matt Hardy, Hager, Big Show, Sting, uh, Sean Spears, all voluntarily left uh, their contracts. So they requested a release and it was granted. So they weren't let go. They just requested uh, their release. So that's a lot of talent that ended up in AEW that just wanted to be free opposed to were let go. So we're going to move on to technically the next point, which you're already into it, the layoffs. Um, and I want to impose the counterpoint that some people do forget as well, is that WWE at its core is still a business. The Braun Strowman thing wasn't anything personal from what I've been gathering against Braun. It's more so Braun's contract is ridiculously lucrative. So if they're trying to trim some fat, they would have to cut a lot of people, a lot of people to equal the negotiated contract that Braun had and paying him through the pandemic and all that stuff, even though they were using or whatever. I mean, he's, he's you know, on that Brock, Le uh, Brock Lesnar level of paycheck. So they decided to, from a, uh, I guess you can understand it from a, if you put in football terms, from a, the salary cap, you had to let the big boy go so that way you can keep or bring in some um, other good talent for that same amount, which is not the first time that Vince has ever let a big fish go to be able to get three or four other fish that can do that job and then other different jobs at the same time. So that's from what I've been seeing, the scuttlebutt with Braun Strowman. But going back to the business thing, you know, it, it is a business that they have to manage. And, if, you know, like I said, putting in football terms, you've got to trim the fat. You've got to let some people go. If you don't have anything for them, you know, you what, keep them or you tap them out and then let them have the opportunities like Drew McIntyre did. They let him go. He went elsewhere. He, you know, sprouted his wings in uh, TNA. 
figured out what his voice was, figured out what character he wanted to portray, uh, got to explore what he could and could not do and came back. And then there you go. And yeah, you're right, uh, Ben. Yeah, he, he, they big showed him. It's pretty much what we call it, where you just start losing. Um, and that's just a thing. So Braun was a, he's a unique case when it comes down to how to book Braun Strowman. If you go back and look, I believe it was, no, it was this past Monday at the AJ Styles and Omos match that they had. Omos was, I guess, uh, uh, they, they worked that match out for him to be exactly what he needs to be. The big man, he comes in, he does what he needs to do. He's doing, you know, the large chops. He's got some legs on him, so he's got some speed. He can be explosive, uh, unlike, you know, some of the older, you know, back-in-the-day big men. But um, Omos did what he needed to do as a big guy. Before Omos, Strowman was the biggest guy. You know, you had Lars Sullivan if you drop him in there. So now you have a guy bigger than Strowman. So that also puts Strowman in a different perspective when it comes down to booking because you can't book him as the monster among men when he's shorter than the new guy so what do you do with them and that's what you also have to look at from a booking standpoint is if braun Strowman is one-sided he's just one side of the coin that's all he has which is i'm gonna run you know do my spots and stuff like that but what else is there to braun Strowman? If Braun can't help foster the changeover into that, it's not creative side. I mean, it could come up with something, but it has to be believable. But Braun has to have that element, or he has to show that element that he can do something to the contrary that will give a, a more depth to his character and his capability. That's where he may need to go back and remember what they were doing in NXT when they were going to the promo classes and they were doing a, uh, the, the, the acting classes and, and the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's uh, uh, improv. When they were doing the improv and coming up with different versions of themselves, like a Bray Wyatt, you know, to where you can change and become this and become that and do this and do that. And you can grow with the times. And Braun, I mean, truthfully, we know what to expect from Braun Strowman. He's going to come down. You're going to get these hands. And then, really, I still think he should have got a a punch and let that be that. But, uh, you know, if I was booking it, I mean, realistically, I have money aside, what can you do? I know, you, Ben, you're saying, hey, stop it. They can't keep relevant talent. But what really – else can Braun do at the moment in WWE other than come down, you know, smash somebody, do the run around the ring, and then, you know, okay, he gets the, the three count, and that's about it. He's not the best talker, so if you put him on the mic, he's not throwing, you know, blows and, and, and carrying the mic like The Rock or Drew McIntyre or other people and stuff like that. Um, I know you're talking about uh, – you know, Dominic Mysterio, but he's still growing on his own and his paycheck hasn't cost that much. Buddy Murphy, again, they kind of pigeonholed him into, yeah, he was good with the Seth Rollins thing, but he was an F-boy. 
to Seth Rollins. And then they had him break out and go with, you know, uh, the Mysterio thing. But Ray's daughter is not really sure she wants to be in the wrestling business. So that pulls her out of that storyline. So what do you have them do? Triple threats with Ray and Dominic? No, that's not going to make sense because you're going to book Ray and Dominic as, you know, what became the first uh, father and son tag team thing. So you got that. That leaves Murphy out sitting at home on the sidelines with really nothing to do. What? Just like with Braun, like, what do you do with him? And I mean, you tell me, KG, what could you book uh, Buddy Murphy as character wise? If you had to pull a character for Murphy out of the hat and say, OK, this is what you're going to do on Monday. What would it be? Right off the top of my head. Uh, I don't have anything off the top of my head, to be honest. But here's the thing. And I, I just to go back and l- let me introduce you, Ben. This is the People's Choice Don Rodriguez. People's Choice Don Rodriguez is the Midnight Rider, Ben. And yes, I mean that Midnight Rider. But his first comment, it amazes me how these guys get over in NXT, but when they get the WWE, what's the main roster, it's nothing. That's the problem. What what, what made you successful? The people people made NXT successful. Case in point, we talked about it uh, two shows ago, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why Natalia and Tamina are champions is because at WrestleMania, the pop for Tamina was so large, the brass could not ignore it. They couldn't, I mean, you're talking a stadium, and they're clearly hearing Tamina's name. They're clearly hearing Natty's name as a tag team. You can't ignore that, and that's what makes NXT for from the inception of first show when Triple H was standing there. We are NXT, giving that speech all the way up through takeovers and everything else. It's always the people. Notice that NXT has had people uh, in the arena in a Capitol Wrestling Center now, but you know if it was full sale or whatever uh, during the pandemic, uh, they had people consistently because that is the lifeblood of NXT where WWE is falling short until next month is um, they're forcing people to come in and and try to believe the audio that they're piping in. They're trying to make talent, and we saw that make talent didn't work well with Roman Reigns. But when Roman left and came back, I mean, you know, he cut his promo as Joe Anoa'i, but um, the fans started getting behind Roman. Mm-hmm. When Roman heel turned, the fans started and continued to get behind Roman because they also partnered with Paul Heyman. And Paul is really getting the message through on Talking Smack. Um, so it's enticing. So Roman is still going to get the same amount of energy that he's putting out through the TV, uh, kind of like a Dusty Rhodes uh, would teach. Um, and he's getting that return on, on his emotional investment because it's believable and it makes sense. But without the fans, it's just there's nobody to govern what's going on and what works and what doesn't. Like, I'm quite sure the fans would have booed how many times, no disrespect to Drew, how many times Drew McIntyre has had a chance at the heavyweight championship and, and uh, Bobby Lashley. From WrestleMania, we are rocking the same match 
over and over and over. And then, oh, how are we going to fill and get our way from, you know, uh, from Hell in a Cell to, you know, whatever pay-per-view, maybe SummerSlam now. Well, I guess we'll have Drew go through, uh, you know, have to prove himself against Kofi and, and maybe, you know, triple threat match to become number one contender. And maybe we'll have him do some jumping jacks and, and backflips and be in a movie so that way he can guest spot. And then when he comes back from the movie, I think we'll give him a title shot. We've seen it. Why the heck is he still getting championship opportunities? But like you said, you've got um, other superstars that are on the back end that deserve it. Now, to jump back a little bit, I got three points. Number well, one, and I'm just playing. The, I'm just doing point counterpoint. So I no, no, I understand. Perspective, because yeah, I think it's you know they shouldn't have let them go. They should have, if nothing else, to say, hey, Bron, man, your your contract is pretty big. We're not pulling in the revenue for maybe the next four or five months. Can we renegotiate? Maybe have you on a light of duty, do something, furlough. Um, and then you come back when it's, you know, we start in the road to, uh, you know, SummerSlam, then, you know, banging it out with these live events. Now we're going to have a different program and maybe do this or that. But go ahead. What, what, what Three saying? points. Number one, uh, Roman Reigns heel turn. Now, Ben, me and you talked about this earlier this week, and you talked about once the live crowd gets there, how the crowd is going to pop with Roman Reigns' heel turn. You and I talked about that. That's absolutely true. Uh, two things that Ben said. They wasted Tamina and Natty for five years, and Natalia has put over everyone, every top woman's wrestler. So everybody's pulled for Natty for the longest because of how great of a worker she is. Yeah. And now, Natty has been on the short end of the stick and been screwed over. And we've talked about this before many occasions. Being before we 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 coined it the getting big shows, mm -hmm. it was, it was, you know you get natty. How you putting over somebody that you train? And I understand you know you're the trainer and you're helping them out and help the next generation. But can you get a title shot? Exactly. Now, on the other coin, Tamina is a little bit of a unique situation because <clears throat> excuse me in her time. It's been a little bit of a hodgepodge because she debuted, then she got injured. She had a kid that got injured. You know, I believe she had one more kid in the midst of all this um, or some other things happening at home. So she was nursing injuries. I'm sorry. What? Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she had some injuries and then, you know, you know, children and stuff like that, that, you know, I will say the WWE did a great job of still keeping her as part of the mix uh yeah, that, know, that's true in the ring they're gonna pay you no matter what you're good so you know between that and and you know the kids and stuff just because of the the, the lineage and the heritage uh, of um you know her family they kept her in there so they could have cut her a long time ago let's be and honest that would have been a mistake well you know she couldn't really talk either you know when you said the same thing about naya but I, when you put them two together happened. And that straight jacket. Yeah, because no. we know you we know you hate the straight jacket. And that oh, me no. Oh, me no. That theme song, like y'all could really that's the best y'all come up with. Well, yeah, really? that's all we need. No, no, no. Wait. What we have now is what we need. <laughs> but uh what we had then was that's the best you got. You, you say over and over. You say Naya like, couldn't talk. Naya, she still can't talk. But all when they were the Samoan slaughterhouse. I, I guess I was the only one that popped for that because I was like, 
who's going to beat him? And then they had everybody beat Nia just to be Nia, but because I'm trying to get Nia to pop before a ring, but we're not talking about that right now. From the Samoan family, the Samoan dynasty, outside of the one speaking tongue and, and everything else, there's only two, in my opinion, that can hold the mic: Roman and The Rock. I'm trying to think of somebody else that doesn't have a manager. Rakishi. Well, uh, maybe. Wait, hold, hold on, time out. I'm getting, I'm getting a death there. What, what's wrong? What I do? If we throw in the of Estrada, I would say Umaga. Huh? But uh, Ben, just so you know, uh, black black girl magic that happened this week. I apologize, I don't have her name, but I did uh, retweet that um, she was just she had posted a, a tweet saying she was excited that she just got hired on as a new writer for WWE. So we do have some black girl magic in there somewhere. But the key is from the writers' room to the boss. There's that little bit of middle ground, and that could be where the disjunction is. We don't know if that's, uh, you know, uh, oh, shoot, you know, and that could be anybody. If that's, um, I'm brain farting on, uh, uh, played Brother Love. God dang it. Bruce Pritchard. Bruce Pritchard, yeah. Uh, is that Bruce? Is that Kevin Dunn? Is that, um, you know, is that John Laurinaitis? Uh, where's the middle ground and who's sliding some decisions or, or some comments in and then going to the boss? Because if you could go, most of wrestlers that I've watched video on when they talk about Vince, if they go straight to Vince, Vince will say, fine, let's do it, and you're good. But unfortunately, Vince can't see everybody all the time. So, you know, you got road agents coming up with ideas. Um, Vince is actually a lot more liberal from what I've been hearing in general, that's just not from the ones that are marks for Vince, but ones that have also left um, that Vince, if you can get him to understand and hear what you're saying, he'll go for it. As long as you don't sneeze in front of but, him. Oh yeah. But you know, that's also when you had the fans as the, uh, the, the, the judge, jury and execution. So July is going to be interesting to see we're going to have live events. They can't pipe cheering in for somebody that you want you to cheer for. They're either going to mark out or they're not. They're either going to chant Ruby or they're not. Um, Shane, Shane's, uh, Ben, Shane's spots, that's just because they just have to fill time, truthfully, you know, because Shane doesn't need to do it. But, you know, like, you got to have a big match. We got to do something. What you doing, Shane? Nothing. All right, then. I'll take the bump. And then sometimes it's actually a good storyline. But, yeah, this, what we talked about, I don't know if you've been, uh, if you've seen one of those shows, what we truthfully, universally agreed upon is the only way to fix creative is to let them be creative. And that's by having a fully authentic um, draft where you're really picking names. And if you put Let's say if Strowman was still there in NXT, you pull NXT representative, uh, let's say Shawn Michaels pulls number 24, and that 24 is Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman is now an NXT superstar. And you treat all three brands as equal, and where people lie is where people lie, and then you build the storylines from there. I guarantee you, you can't have 
a bad show on either one of those three brands if you know street profits i guess i would have the street profits going together maybe but there may be some exceptions to the rule but if omas is on one show now and aj styles on another that means your tag titles are vacant um you know depending on if they win the match well actually no because that'd be scripted as well it has to be as lethal as it can so i guess you would keep tag team together um but everybody's going to move around and end up where you end up a fresh restart not one governed by fox or usa mm -hmm. uh, but a legitimate we pulled your number this is the show that you're on there you go if that happens then you could do something that will really drive aew up against the wall because they can predict what wwe is going to do because Hmm. I wonder who's going to face Bobby Lashley at SummerSlam. I got one. Yeah, well, how'd you know? Was you looking at, were you, were you spying in our creative meetings? Well, we don't have, well, we got rid of Strowman, so we wanted to be different. Maybe we should, <laughs> maybe, maybe we should, uh, you know, have AJ Styles. And I don't know, just figure it out. You know, but at this moment, everything that they said they would change many years ago, there's no rematches they reneged on. Mm -hmm. And remember, I guess they, as a consolation prize, um, Baron Corbin is the king of the ring for what, three years now? Going on four? Since Best heel in the business. Everything on him and say, oh, it's Corbin's fault. That's the reason why everything is sucking. And they've gone right back to exactly what it was that screwed things up in the beginning. And that's not changing with the times. They truthfully need to blur the line between PG and attitude. Um, AJ Styles, and I see that and I'll let you chime in on 2KG, is still arguably one of the best talents in the business. We already see it with Omos. We've seen it with other tag teams. The respect is already there because Taker actually agreed to do his final match with AJ. That speaks volumes on itself. His work in Independence, his work in TNA. I mean, there's moves that are done and other, and even in AEW, what, when they, I forgot who did it, but the first thing that um, Excalibur said, he called it the Styles Clash. <laughs> I mean, not too many people have moves that are named after. That's a select few. You know, the last major talent, in my opinion, that did something that was named after them, quote unquote, was Scott Steiner uh, with the Frankenstein. So, I mean, that may be somebody else, but I can't think of one that has somebody's last name uh, or, or gimmick last name in it. But AJ is just, you know, he's just that guy. Guaranteed first ballot Hall of Famer. Doesn't matter where you put him, what show you, you, you have him on, what championship you put around him. He's going to give you full-time AAA status. The only problem is AJ also is ready to tap out and take a backseat role and become a road agent. If they do that, Houston, we just lost our Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Our second time. But what's your, what's your thoughts on AJ, KG? See, with AJ, now granted that he wants to, he wants to, you know, ride off into the sunset. I don't know if it's going to be for good for a little bit, but I think I've been watching AJ Styles since it was before TNA. So was that Ring of Honor? Mm -hmm. So I, I, because I, I, I didn't even know who he was at the time, and I was like, "Damn, he vicious!" 
But then I seen him in TNA, and I still feel these bitches. And here we are 10, 12 years later, and I'm still like, this is AJ Styles, but he's only 42, 43, and he ready yeah. to hang it up. Man, I, I, I know for a fact, I, I would have to give him one last run because what, what AEW is doing with Kenny Omega, you can do that with AJ Styles. Have AJ Styles go into every, uh, 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 I want to say territory, but it's not territorial wrestling, but have AJ Styles go into every different, different now or, right, or promotions and beat their champion's ass. And then he's just coming out holding all the belts. Like, I would love to see a Kenny Omega, AJ Styles match. A real one, not not no, no bullshit, oh, just hastily yeah. thrown together. I want to see something real, not cinematic, real. And them well, two go down. Even four. that, I would rather see. I mean, because it, it, it probably won't happen. I, I don't think they're going to let AJ go. AJ may let his contract run out and say, all right, <laughs> I'm going to take a break like Moxley and be like, OK, I'm really done. And then once he starts hearing about what's going on, he may get the bug and say, all right, well, let me try this. But, um, you know, AJ just needs somebody that could really go in, in a, a series of matches with him. Like AJ and Cesaro, that's a, that's a rocket launcher of a match. AJ and Ricochet, rocket launcher of a match. Because they can go and do the things that they're used to doing. Hell, mm. I'll still say AJ and Rey Mysterio mm. can have phenomenal <laughs> matches multiple times over, and it's just entertaining. Um, AJ and uh, Johnny Gargano would have some phenomenal matches. AJ and Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah. So, I mean, but again, you have to do what's necessary to make that happen. And the only way to do that is to free up the people – even though they're talking about uh, as the rumors are circling that they're looking to bring more independent talents in, talents in more diversity in, but use what you have. NXT is just not a show on Tuesday. NXT is the number one show out of the three brands. NXT has the most consistent pay-per-views out of the three brands. NXT has several talented guys and and ladies that should be a should have been called up pre-covid mm -hmm. as we've talked about like to me breaking up the undisputed era was stupid the undisputed era as a whole should have been drafted up to raw or smackdown agree the ue going after bobby lashley that i would believe because they would cost lashley the championship or the undisputed era versus the hurt business there's so many things that you can do. You know, that's almost a callback to the aces and eights and all that stuff. You know, if WWE is going to be smart and open, why the heck aren't you cutting a temporary one time, two times? Speaking of, you know, um, Kenny Omega-esque, why do we not have uh, Jay Lethal on a, hey, we're going to cut you a big check, Jay Lethal. Come on, Ring of Honor. We just need him, you know, like they're doing with Don Callis and, and TNA on the AEW side, maybe about a month. Let's just cross promote, do something. We'll send some people over there like we've done with ECW. And let me get AJ Styles versus Jay Lethal. How long have I been asking for Jay Lethal to come over and be that guy? Oh, yeah. I mean, 
He just doesn't want to deal with the politics. And I agree. I agree. The same way for a long time, just in well, the politics and you know, long term creative still kind of screwed that up because you know, as Triple H said, hindsight being twenty twenty, if he knew that the rock thing was going to fall out, they would have put Sting over. But then at the same time, it shouldn't even matter what's happening long term with uh, a superstar that is ridiculously huge that doesn't need WrestleMania when you've got a ridiculously huge star that you should put over because he was WCW. You already won the war. You're not losing anything. Mm-hmm. You didn't need the NWO. You didn't need DX. You have WCW versus WWF, is what I guess we could call it that at that point. Um, even though it was WWE at WrestleMania at that point. But, you know, if you have Sting, you should be utilizing Sting, period. What is AEW doing? They have Sting, but we don't need Sting to wrestle. We just need Sting to be the icon. Let Darby take the bumps. You can be out at ringside. When you want to take a bump, we'll have you take something that's going to be epic. And then what do you do? You go through the roof Sting and do something nobody has seen in quite some time. Not the chest bumps, not the Hulk up. You do a double cross body off of uh, the double nothing chips onto the floor. Who the hell was expecting Sting to do a high fly move? Not this guy. He was a nice little surfer boy. (laughs) So, and that was, remember, that was then. I mean, he wasn't even doing that uh, when he was the crow. That's true. The payoff that you had there is well-timed, smart booking, made sense, and then you still keep the focus on Darby Allen, so you're not overusing Sting. The fact that Mark Henry is now in AEW and he proclaimed that he still got gas in the tank. So let's use him. Right. At the right time. But I'm see. And at some point, Taz is going to put the Kata Hajime on somebody. <laughs> he may take a bump or two, but if Tully is out there taking bumps, I think they're being smart and waiting for the right opportunity for Taz to get in there and be physical. And I, I can I can dig all of that. Because WWE didn't, didn't utilize the older talent, the Stings, uh, the Mark Henrys, you know. But you have younger talent in Ricochet, Tommaso Ciampa, Keith Lee, Mia Yim. They're not utilizing what they have. You have Keith Lee had NXT in the palm of his hands. And you called him up and you killed his push. Now I'm not immediately sure with, the, with the soundtrack. Exactly. Immediately. And I know that wasn't hundred percent then because that was the CFOs and some legal stuff. But y'all should have cut that check and bought the rights to the song. Period. Period. If Triple H can get uh you know a motorhead like that, y'all cut the check to get the and own uh Keith Lee's music. That's right. Period. But now you have I, I, I got to find the video. It's on my Facebook page. I think I sent it to you years ago. But it's the, the, the type of performer Ricochet is. Ricochet is not no newbie in the business. Ricochet mm-hmm. is a veteran in this business. But you treat him like he's a newbie. You treat him like he's this fresh kid that's trying to learn the business. He knows the business. You can put him in with an AJ Styles. And him and AJ Styles would do numbers. Him and uh, Rey Mysterio would do numbers. Yep. Him and Mustafa Ali would do 
numbers because they're exciting to watch. But they shackle them, and that's the road agents. Now, some I mean, sometimes we talking like a Dean Malenko's and stuff like that. They can see the potential. Pat Patterson, uh, you know, rest his soul, could see the potential of what could happen in the course of a match and would advocate for and, and come up with those things. But some of them think that the indie scene is, or, or indie wrestling, quote unquote, is uh, beneath what the WWE brand should be producing. Mm-mm. When it, it actually is what is expected in the times. Exactly. You know, we're not going to go back to the attitude era because the world is too sensitive. We just have to accept that, you know, if the world was clamoring for it and and we wouldn't have no disrespecting everybody uh, to this or, uh, you know, oh, my God, I can't believe they said that or you hurt my feelings this, you know, I got to go march for that type of thing, you know, then we could have a resurgence of an almost attitude error. We could be, I know it's going to sound funny, a PG-13. We could yeah. Get almost there. And once in a while, you may have the little insider jokes. I mean, you know, we've come a long way where, you know, uh, inner circles throwing middle fingers up. I mean, you know, we've moved forward. But, but we've really moved backwards. Standards and practices that they can't go beyond. And, and I think that's absolute bullshit. Because you think about this. We've come from... Uh, the attitude era and the Monday Night Wars and all of that to somebody being butthurt about the smallest thing that's so insignificant and you can't enjoy anything anymore without somebody going off the deep end about it. I can't live life like that. You know what you blame? Well, I guess you can kind of start pointing a finger at Facebook. But it really, the onus is lying on Twitter, Instagram, and now TikTok. Well, hold on. Hold on. Take Twitter out of that. No, no. You got to keep Twitter in. Because it's a lot. lot, Have you been on Twitter after dark lately? (laughs) Oh, God. I'm I'm just talking about, you know, it's one thing to have a voice and have an outlet uh, to your clientele and your audience. That's what you call a focus group. But when you take that focus and as soon as somebody says something negative, you immediately change. Mm-hmm. Well, that may not be the consensus. We, oh, my goodness, four or five people said this. We got to change this. We can't do this. We can't do that. Or that's wrong. And then, then you're no longer in control of your, your product. You're losing it. Um, and, and there's no way to, to come back. And that's the problem with uh, just about everything now is social media has too much power versus the creators having the power and you know i miss the days when a comedian can tell a joke and they're not going to be hit with cancel culture that this person is you know racist or this person is sexist or this person is this or that you know or whatever it's a joke now if they preface it and you know that they're telling a joke then you know that's one thing if they're up at a podium proclaiming that you know this particular group of people is whatever but y'all should think that is funny no but if, if chris rock is telling uh, a, a joke about his experience 
uh, in a cab and a driver happens to be Indian, you know, there you go. Um, Daniel Bryan was, uh, Ben was, um, got tryouts and stuff, but what got him over was the fans in the arena. And this is pre yes movement. This is, you know, him and Kane. I mean, it was the, the sound in the arena because the, the yeses was just to be annoying. Even The Rock, if we take it back a little bit further. Remember, The Rock's build in the nation, what was he saying the entire time to get over? And, and the format that they had laid out in front of him to get over. This is not sing along with The Rock. So what the crowd do? Sing along with The Rock. Finally. And then they just started going. And then it just started becoming a thing. And then that's when the pauses stopped. He would hold the mic up and everybody would just start popping and marking out and saying, finally, whatever it is, before he even says a word, because that's how it was built up. It's always the people. And when the people are removed, they have nothing to bounce off of. Vince has nothing to go off of. He only reacts and moves to his credit with the direction of the people. The other side of things is him just throwing stuff up on the wall and see if it sticks. But then again, if the people don't like it, then he's going to pull it back. But yeah. now, what about when the people do like it and he still doesn't go with it? Once again, and I, I keep, I think I've touched on this three out of the last four weeks because it pisses me off. You have a Mustafa Ali, you have a uh, 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 Apollo Cruz, a Ricochet, Alistair Black, and you don't use these guys. But when you were using them, everybody was loving it. Well, here's the, here's the thing. Some of that ownership also goes on a performer. And I'll challenge you with that with one performer in particular, Becky Lynch. How much did people enjoy Becky Lynch in NXT? You know, they like the, the, the steampunk thing on Raw and SmackDown, wherever she is. But it wasn't until Becky broke through on her own. Because remember, that Nia thing was an accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, but it 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 birthed the main. Had the wherewithal to go up into the the crowd, which she was supposed to, but instead of managing the blood and like she remembered to turn and look at the camera and feed off the people. That one move right there by her Mm -hmm. is what made her the man. And then that and social media. Second thing. She did the same exact thing. Everybody loved the huggable Bailey. She's a hugger. Yeah. But when she turned, she turned in a way that she wanted to turn, and she made it into that. She made this character into that. She pushed, and then next thing you know, we're we're getting t-shirts for ding dong hello. You know, she made that. So, and I'm gonna get you in a second, but Mustafa Ali had a vehicle he in um retribution but how did he control the time that they had on tv that's where the problem is with uh mustafa ali versus an apollo cruz apollo cruz now his tv time he is controlling 
what you are seeing. He is pulling you in to his accent. He's pulling you in to, you know, Aziz. You know, he's pulling you into his staff, the the both staff thing. He's he's pulling you into that. So it's a viable, tangible character that you can feel. It's not insulting to you to where, you know, Kofi Kingston uh, being Jamaican. Uh, I don't know about this one, y'all, but whatever. Boom, boom, boom. You know, we just like that part and the Jamaican music playing. <laughs> but yeah, this dude ain't Jamaican. Versus Yokozuna, growing up as a kid, that it wasn't until now and that we didn't know. Goes, yeah, you're like, wait a minute, this fool wasn't. What do you mean he was? He was mm-hmm. Shaman. Because mm-hmm. I could have I watched him do. When he killed Damien? Not Damien, I'm sorry. Uh 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 Hogan? Well, he should have killed Hogan. God <laughs> damn. Well, he was when he came down to Hogan, man, I thought he, you know, whew, you know, you believe that. And yet you're right. That, that's straight up kayfabe, but you know, even though it doesn't exist, but it was also, you know, them controlling the character. The biggest control of the character ever, in my opinion. In, in the history of uh, sports entertainment is not The Undertaker. It's, hey, Dusty, we're going to put you in yellow polka dots. And he, but Dusty took it like a G. He, he took it like a G. The character. And now, outside of, I mean, for, well, I guess, you know, that's still back in the day for even the young kids. But, you know, that's before you get to what he did in WCW. Or the NWA, you think you hearing that cowbell and America dream? You know what I'm saying? He's just a common man. You mean you, yeah, that's all I need to say? And you already got it in your head. You know, it's, it's one of those songs you can't forget. Um, and, and that's what it what it takes. It's not a glass ceiling, in my opinion, in sports entertainment anymore. You can tell me if I'm wrong. It's a plastic ceiling that you can break through. If you own your truth on who you are and the the the, um, the character that you're trying to portray, Roman is the perfect one that is doing it right now. From the way he's talking, even when you know he would get up on uh, Jay, you will acknowledge me. He's not screaming. He's not yelling. He, he's just doing just what he needs. He's doing just the gestures that he needs. When he wants the microphone and say, "Paul, give me the mic," like Brock would. And Paul has been the, the perfect guy. Here you go, sir. You know, just hand over. Paul is letting him lead the 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 emotional investment that he's portraying through the screen. And Roman is doing just what he needs to do to get the character over. But not everybody can do that. Stone Cold talks about it on his podcast. You know, he's talked about it with, um, gosh, uh, Godfather. He's talked about it with Randy Orton. He's talked about it with um undertaker i mean even jim ross said it you got to watch tape you got to figure out who you are take the gamble when you go out there and you got a hot mic and you got that a uh, hard camera looking at you what are you going to do with it? and if you're not going to seize the opportunity if you're just going to be and just bringing it back home and i'll let you go you're just going to be the monster among men character and you don't have bray wyatt driving the narrative 
then if that's all you're going to be, then where else can we go with you as a big guy? But if you can kind of turn a little bit of a corner and do a little funky move dances, not saying he has to, but maybe kiss uh, a Hall of Famer now, be a Beth Phoenix, and I'm talking about the great Kali, that's a whole nother level into the character that you can you can do something with. I can't do anything with Braun Strowman. If I was running the GM mode right now, I can't do anything with Braun Strowman other than book him as Braun Strowman. But Braun Strowman is not the biggest guy in the yard. Omos is. Mm-hmm. Look, Omos versus Braun Strowman, you're going to have a problem because Omos has the, the athleticism to outwork, even though he's green, he has the, the, the athleticism to outwork Braun Strowman. I guarantee it. I wouldn't be surprised if I saw Omos do a shooting star press. Wouldn't be surprised. Just the moves. I, I, I think it'd be nothing for him. Who could also outwork Braun Strowman? Keith Lee. That's a whole other story. We still waiting on the bottom of figuring that out. Well, I, I heard it's a medical issue, but um, Mia Yim said, you know, respect their privacy, and I agree with her. But uh, what I wanted to say to you is it's something that you always do, and I hate when you do it. I hate when you be modest. When you're modest and you don't take credit where credit is due because Bailey's heel turn was not done by Bailey herself. The People's Choice Don Rodriguez called Bailey's heel turn five, six months before it happened and it said exactly how it would happen. Take your credit. They WWE may not give you your flowers, but damn it, I'm gonna give you your flowers every chance that I get. I appreciate that, sir. Now we just need to get you that credit for Worlds Collide. But Ben, to answer your question, in my opinion, as long as she takes advantage of it, um, Liv Morgan has a shot. As long as she takes advantage of it, she can't let the person that, even if she loses the match, the person that she's putting over. She can't let them outshine her. Her spots, her, her facial expressions. Think about Charlotte. When Charlotte's in a match, I know there's going to be at some point where she's going to get frustrated. And the camera zooms right in on that frustrated Charlotte face. You know what I'm talking about. And you just see the, the, the veins and everything popping. That's when you know, okay, Charlotte is invested in this match. I need to see where this is going to go. Win or loss. I know that Charlotte is in, so they got me in. Liv Morgan can work, but I need to see that level in Liv Morgan for if the fans are going to chant, chant for her because they miss Ruby and they don't like the way things went down, so they're going to just gas up Liv Morgan, then Liv needs to take that and go somewhere with it. She doesn't have to win the match. And one, two, three, but she needs to win in performance. Um, who else do I think? Uh, Natty and, and Tamina will continue to be strong. Um, I think they're going to really get behind the the guys and girls that are, are putting in the work. Bianca Belair is, is still, you got, um, is still going to get the pop. Um, I think Ricochet is going to be there again. 
in reference to it. I'm trying to think of who else is on him. Mizzen Morrison. John Morrison. If he wrestles with his parkourness, oh, uh, he's gonna be over. But see, Miz and Morrison is uh tried and true. But yeah, that's what's that, that, that can't need. fail. Miz doesn't need it, but Morrison needs more. Right. Uh, uh Bobby Lashley, they, I mean, they're gonna put the rocket ship on Bobby again. He's already he's big because he's dominating and he's the big heel. But I'm telling you, it's too late. They're gonna put the rocket ship on him when the fa- the fans are, and he's gonna be, in my opinion, at WrestleMania in the main event because he's that good of a heel, uh, and and MVP is doing that good of a job as a mouthpiece. Yeah, that's that one thing about him. They're gonna get bored with him. You say who? Dominic and Ray. Yeah. I think some people are already bored with them. And that's nothing against them. It's just that, you know, Ray Mysterio, I mean, we've seen Ray. Dominic has still got some work to do. But, uh, I mean, who do you think is going to get the big rub, the big push? Hmm. I love what you said about Liv Morgan because Liv can work. But I'm going to stick with the women and I'm going to say Naomi. Yes. Because Naomi's Naomi has to get that she she's one of those ones that's a, a great worker, can put over anybody, and she always steals the show at uh Royal Rumble. She needs to go heel. Ooh, I but she needs, she needs to turn. You 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 asking for a lot for her to turn because give me one second. We, we talk about court up on live TV. We running some serious battery time today. <laughs> but keep going. You talk about uh, social media. Naomi on social media is outstanding. Her TikTok videos, her, Shayna Baszler, Alana, uh, uh, um, um, even Sonya Deville. I I would love to see more with Sonya Deville. It's a lot of, I want to see the ladies take the forefront again. Because when when we had the, the women's revolution slash evolution, Everything seemed right in the world because I was geeked up to watch Raw. I was geeked up to watch SmackDown. I was also geeked up to watch NXT. We're not getting that anymore. I want that's how it, you're going to get the fans back. Mm-hmm. Put the women in the forefront once again because it was quite a few Raws in a row where the women carried the show. Mm-hmm. The men were just enhancement talent, but the women carried the show. The women carried WrestleMania, and well, even. Becky is coming back by Royal Rumble. I can believe that. I've seen some uh, pictures of uh, after her workouts um, with uh, Seth and a, a group. Man, she's in shape. Yeah, you wouldn't even I mean, know if she had had um, you know had a baby. Plus, you know the baby would be what one ish going on two maybe. I don't know. Probably about maybe. Well, I guess yeah because I think that'd be going on two because uh, she should have the baby in twenty nineteen, right? And 2020 was COVID, so she wasn't coming back anyway. Right. I think but, so. I mean, it depends. We may be a couple months off on, um, you know, but we've already discussed how you can travel with the baby. And and apparently she didn't listen to the breastfeeding episode. We, we've covered that. But, I mean, a two-year-old is, is a lot easier to, to manage and leave and, and do things on the road and work that out, especially with their schedules now. Um, if she's on SmackDown with Seth. Um, or if she's on Raw and they move Seth, that still gives them plenty of time. But uh, yeah, 
Oh, that, that's guaranteed Becky is in. I mean, if she's not in, there's a problem. One, because they need her for WrestleMania. That's a given. They need her. It's been a year since you've had fans for WrestleMania. You need every big gun, and you can't afford to rock. So, <laughs> and Stone Cold's not doing another match. No. And John, he may. <laughs> He's come out of retirement now. I mean, once you've done it, it's, you know, the, the sky's the limit. But uh, they need somebody of that caliber as Becky. Now, we'll, when we get close to that, we'll talk about is she still going to be the man or how are they going to pr- proceed with that? Because she's going to need somebody to play off of. And that may be where we may have to get the four horsemen, horsewomen coming together to create that fatal four way and become, um, you know, the, the ch- not, not together in reference to, I mean, it's going to be them fighting all four again for the, the whatever championship it is. But um, that that would be a match I would book in that aspect. But, but uh, finally, that they come together. Finally, and then you know they can go ham for the for the championship. But see, this is where that James doesn't agree. But this is where that that other uh, championship for for the women. This is where that what would be their U.S. or uh, intercontinental. That way, you can have four women. You have your well, you, you know, you can have your, your women's champion, a, I, I would say, television champion. That's just my, in my, in my mind, a television champ, women's television champion. Then you have the, uh, the tag team champions. All, right. All four yep. women hold gold, just like the horsemen would. And there yep. it is. And Ben, to your credit, I would do a, a war games, but I would do a three brands worth of uh war games so i would have you know it could be raw and smackdown versus nxt or you could do the first ever uh triple threat war games where you have raw four people smackdown four people nxt four people and that could be a men's and a women's version and you know it's going to come down to whoever is the number one and it's going to be pinfallers or submission and you know you've got 12 people just battling out i'd pay to see that you know that could be the well that's two hours worth of the three-hour pay-per-view right there but they're gonna have to do some creative things because uh we're less than a month out from aew having rampage on friday mm-hmm. and it's creatively intelligently coming after smackdown so it's not competing but it's gonna enhance um so They've got to make some decisions. And I know the the powers that be, that's not Vince, uh, a.k.a. Uh, the road agents and some of the uh, the guys and, and well, guys that uh, are, are running things are kind of a little bit apprehensive and scared. Um, and I'm not sure if you saw that, but uh, Molly Holly is being tested as a road agent at the moment because they want fresh eyes, fresh ideas, um, new opportunities and things like that. So she just had her first test this past Monday and uh, they've got her for a couple more opportunities over the next couple weeks to see how she does and if she can acclimate to the rigorous nature of how things progress. So if that happens, and then also with the, the black girl magic uh, hire that you just did for more diversity, 
um, there, there has to be some creative liberties. If Vince isn't going to watch any other promotion, somebody needs to start conversing with him about how to modernize once again, you know, the product. And the only way to modernize it is to come to reality that WWE is three brands. Period. It's not Raw and SmackDown. NXT is just a show. It is three brands. And they need to compete with each other. FAEW, let them do whatever they're going to do, but they need to compete and go up against each other's numbers. Hmm. Because as a company, if all three are fighting to be number one and you're growing your your production, then you're going to beat AEW by proxy. Exactly. But if you're looking at NXT as inferior, you've got a problem. When inferior is still producing more top quality pay-per-views that I would pay to watch, not just a $9.99 a month as it was back then, but I would pay to watch at $60 or $30 or whatever it is a pop if we were talking back in the day because I know for that three or four hours, those guys and girls, those men and women are going to do some incredible things. And then the sound of the crowd, which AEW is winning two times in a row, mm-hmm. they did the right thing. What was, I would call their WrestleMania with um, Double or Nothing. What did we do? AEW, oh, let's keep the fans at the capacity that we had it for the pay-per-view. Great idea. WrestleMania, oh man, this is amazing. We got the sound, everything was great. Monday after WrestleMania, how the hell are we at the Thunderdome? Somebody should have said, hey, I know we spent a lot of money, Vince, but we need to have some fans in the Thunderdome. Move some TVs, that row in the back, um on on hard camera side that we can see those first three rows of monitors put some chairs there i don't care if it's family members or the truck drivers or whoever put some people in the day going uh thunderdome and get that sound without that sound you are not going to be successful and fox knew that and that's why they said you better go ahead and start touring or we're gonna have a problem because we're not getting our money's worth out of this deal <laughs> And then uh, Vince and them said, oh, shit, we need to go ahead and do a live tour. USA was like, yeah, we like what they said. <laughs> Get on the road. And here we are. But you know something? This whole Peacock thing and I'm now talking, the WWE I'm Network. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pissed off with it. I miss my WWE Network. I miss my, my app on my phone. I'd be, be okay with Peacock if WWE would not have just given them their balls. Sorry to be as, as raw as I can with that. But okay, we're gonna you're gonna broker the deal to have our product on your your streaming platform. What do you mean you want to censor it? Well, our standards and practices, well, if what we put forth is not good enough for you, then you just won't be on it. Exactly. But we know that was a dollars and cents thing. No, it's not that. That was a dollars and cents thing. No, no. What does it profit a man to sell your soul and gain? I'm I'm sorry. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world but cost you your soul? 
and they sold their soul for the world. That's what they did. You erase basically you erase the whole attitude error. Now, granted, the golden era, absolutely beautiful. Always love it because that's what I grew up in. But then when you go from the golden era and then you transition into the attitude era and then the ruthless aggression era, most of that's edited out. So mm -hmm. I can't even go back and watch a lot of those things. A lot of the great promos that got us to the point to where we where we are now. You sold your, you put a dollar amount on your soul and you sold it. I got no respect for that. I agree. I agree. But the problem is, is that there's not going to be enough mobilization to, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're right, um, mobilization around that fact to put the pressure on Peacock to put it back in. Because the only way you're going to make moves with a juggernaut like uh, NBC Universal is to hit him in the pockets. So if you don't subscribe, and that was like, wait a minute, I thought your product was good. Yeah, product is great, but people want the full version. Right. It's a streaming service. HBO isn't going to, uh, you know, cut uh, some of the sex scenes out The Witcher. That's the show. HBO is not going to cut. If you cut most of the sex out of uh, Game of Thrones, you know, basically got a bunch of winners coming conversations. It basically. <laughs> If you take the blood and guts out of Game of Thrones, you really only have a bunch of winners coming. What do you mean? Uh, what was the rest of the crew? I don't know, man. They just left. They could have mm -hmm. got killed or something, but we, we have no understanding of what happened. We just went from winner is coming to, oh, you're a wildling. Nice to meet you. <laughs> that's, that's your show right there. Exactly. But everything back in, you now have Khaleesi. You know, you, you, you have you know, everything from the Stark family, from the Red Wedding and everything else. Where's your wife at? You should be jumping in on this. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't... But, uh, you know, you have all of those things that make the show. You've got Tyrion, period, um, and everything that is tied in with uh, Tyrion Lannister. Or, you know, the fact that, you know, he killed his dad on the toilet. That's a whole other scenario right there. But you can't have one without the other. We off of it now. Too late. She missed it. So <laughs> I'm trying to get her in here. She, she ain't answer. She might be asleep. Oh, she could be. She probably dreaming about uh, Kyle Drogo. Sorry, I don't know what to tell you. <sighs> I the pop dolls underneath the window over on the table, rocking. and that's you gonna be screwed. <laughs> that's okay. She can dream about what she wants. Oh. She can dream. Look, I didn't already got in trouble once tonight. I can't get in trouble twice. I got in trouble about the whole uh the whole um um Naya and popping it for real, you know what? So and she came around the corner and just stood there and said, You want Naya to do what? I thought we was cool on the Naya thing. I thought she knew these things about Naya. And if I'm not mistaken, she might have just popped in here and we were just talking Game of Thrones and you missed all of that. I was told you're in there dreaming about Carl Drogo, but hey, it's okay. It's okay. You can dream about him, but what I always tell you, I push you off the bed and let you know the man in your dreams ain't gonna catch you. Well, Carl Drogo wouldn't try to catch her anyway. He probably would have pushed her too. You saw what <laughs> you saw what he did to uh the mother of dragons now. And she says she was. <laughs> <laughs> see, see? Or was that Aquaman? I mean, we'll we'll find out. <sighs> Either way, you know what I'm saying? Jason Momoa is winning night, apparently, over there. 
But okay. uh, to answer Ben's question, um, we are for me, we already talked about it. Jay Lethal, hands down. Kenny Omega is not going to happen. Period. <laughs> as bad but as we wanted it to happen, it's not going to happen. The closest to uh, um, Kenny that we we will get, and it's not uh, diminished at all to me, is Jay Lethal, hands down. And if he could come in his black machismo, that'd be even better. Ooh. And 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 then uh, Xavier can go back to Austin's Creed. We can get uh, <laughs> Lethal Consequences. Mm-hmm. Consequences Creed. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh man. Oh what about man. You, anybody that uh, you would want to have in there? Outside of the WWE. Hmm. Right off the top of my head. Shoot. Uh. <laughs> I mean, that's a big one, like Marty Skrull and um, uh, I, I'll stick. I'll stick with Jay Lethal. I mean, I, I wanted Jay Lethal to come over once uh TNA went under. Anyway, I wanted. I, it's a lot that TNA did that I wanted WWE to adopt. You had the main event mafia. Uh, I wanted them to keep beer money together. Um, I wanted uh aces and eights. I, it's things that they did. That in TNA, that WWE could have took a page out of that book. You bring all the legends in, you put them in a stable, and make them kick everybody's ass. Right. But you had that. Uh, last I checked, they were called the Undisputed Era. Yeah, yeah, but they they not they weren't the older guys. I know, but uh, you know, we we just got to make sure because you know. They can't be stable heavy like AEW, where pretty much damn everybody's in the stable. <laughs> like, God dang! Like, is all y'all wiped up? <laughs> like, I'm waiting for a uh, big show to get uh, uh, wiped up. Oh yeah, that that flare off is still. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Now see that right there with uh, you know Flair getting legitimately mad at uh, Jay Lethal because he was too good. That had to be one of the best segments on TV. Mm-hmm. And it's still awesome to this day. Yep. It still resonates. It's still funny. And uh, even to have Jay Lethal as Black Machismo was also great. Oh, and man. I always wondered how did, how did Macho Man feel about that? He got his blessing. Yeah, I remember, you know, you can't do that type of stuff without somebody's blessing. Shoot, Brad York would be doing the RKO if he didn't get DDP's blessing. That's true, but I know uh, 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 Macho Man was in TNA for a little bit, and him and Jay Lethal intersected in TNA, correct? Because he was doing uh, Black Machismo and Ring of Honor, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but I mean, at that point, uh, they they were in. He was a different gimmick then, if I remember correctly. So it was never. You know, two machos, right? Term at one time, right? But right. I would have minded it. So I, 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 I loved it. I always loved it. That's how I became a Jay Lethal fan. Oh yeah. So let me ask you a question. As we're getting, uh, and you know, for those that want, like, why do we have a lot of segments? Because I knew this conversation was going to be long, still unfinished. <laughs> As I mean, you know, we've, we've gone off in our normal them into uh, different avenues and 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 stretched it out to, to other conversations and stuff. But here's something that I wanted to get your opinion on. 
the rumor and the scuttlebutt uh, potentially is that the WWE could be sold, possibly to Comcast, which, you know, that'll be crazy for Xfinity. But um, how would you feel about a WWE product without a McMahon attached to it at that definitive level? Then I know, as the old people say, we are living in our last days. Because oh, it, it's it's oh, something Lord, to sugar. <laughs> <laughs> it's something that's not right. If a McMahon is not the head of WWE, and you sell it to a Comcast, you sell it to. Uh, and Comcast is uh, NBC Universal. That's the, that's one of their their kid companies. That's the parent company is NBC. You mean uh, Peacock? Yes, all of that. But here's the thing. I mean, in other words, you know, they'd be selling to yeah, basically their master. They already sold part of this, so might as well sell all of it. But here's the thing: Do you understand how watered down the product would be? You mean everything would come uh, to a grinding halt. Are we talking WCW when uh, those uh, new people took over Time Warner? And exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And WCW got bought by its competition? That's exactly. And then AEW wound up buying WWE. Can you imagine the flip on that? Tony Khan walking in on Raw? Yeah, the name on the contract says Khan. Tony Khan. (laughs) Like, what is happening? And And it's to do just to because you could do that scene over again with somebody else. Uh, I, I would, if I was Tony Khan, I would do it. I'd even put on the turtleneck in the summertime at the beach. So, but his so thing. How the hell Shane was wearing that. Like Shane, for real. Shane, really? Yeah, really. It's hot, but man. Here's the thing. If that's the case, you know the first thing NBC is going to do once they buy WWE they're going to out Stephanie's out Triple H out Shane out what little bit Linda has out done there will be no partnership you you're not you will have no control over this at all and I agree with you Midnight Rider you're, AEW you're not on would the be board of directors nothing nothing you have yep. nothing to do with this company that your grandfather built nothing and th- but the product would be so watered down. Yeah, you, we would have wall-to-wall wrestling and everything. You done bought the library. So that means you got the library for WWE slash F, uh, AWA, WCW slash NWA, Stampede Wrestling, WCCW. You have all these libraries and everything. You have libraries to everything that Vince has bought over the years. So you have pretty much all of wrestling history. And I guarantee you, because somebody's not going to be in the position to do what they need to do, they're going to fumble the damn bag. Oh, yeah. I said the the product is done. But here's the problem. If you don't have wrestling guys running a wrestling program and you have corporate guys straight laced, don't get a joke, stick in the mud. What would you say, Jim Hurd? (laughs) 
How many people did we run through before we got to Eric Bischoff? When you got guys like that, the product is going to be bad. Oh, we're going to try this. Have you ever have you ever watched wrestling? No, I don't watch it. It's, it's, it's not real. Instantly, right there. As soon as somebody says, oh, wrestling is not real. Number one, I want to fight you. Number two, I want to prove to you that it's real. Come here, let me show you something. Let me put you to sleep real quick. I'm going to prove to you that it's real. To just ask those young guys um, that took over, again, uh, ousted Ted Turner, and it was like, we don't need wrestling on our network. Mind you, back then, what was the highest rated show on your network? Hmm, must be Nitro. Not just during the original airing, but during the second airing that came after movies for guys who like movies. So we're talking 2 a.m. to 4 or 5 a.m. You're still at the highest rated. You know, for a long time, what the second highest rated show was on the network that came close to, you know, doing Attitude Era Nitro? Take a wild guess. Take a wild guess. Just throw something out there. Uh, cops. Nope. A Christmas story. Wow. On Christmas Eve. Wow. And I remember TNT and TBS being, you know, always TNT the Superstation, but I remember that being, you know, basketball. Uh, what was that? Basketball was uh Monday and Wednesday then? Mm -hmm. No, wasn't Monday. It was Tuesday because Thunder came on oh, yeah, Thursday. Yeah. It was it Tuesday was and Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, maybe Friday. Yeah, it's maybe Friday. Friday. But, but they I would also preempt Thunder too. So I mean, you know, it's like whatever. <laughs> but TBS, Thunder came on TBS, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, when Thunder came on TBS, basketball was on TNT. Yeah. And then when they didn't have it, and the the the, <laughs> the midnight rider says yep. basketball and the Braves at seven oh five. Yep. Only station I know that, that shows stuff at 05. But remember, Raw used to be from 9 to 1105. Yeah. With the well, old. Let, let, me, let me rephrase that. From the 05s. Because TBS still doesn't do anything at the half hour. AEW yeah, is true. about to live in the world of overruns. Yeah. So technically, but, they've got a free built in 10 extra minutes uh, of airtime. Let me rephrase that. Raw did not start until 9 o'clock. I'm sorry, Raw didn't start until 10 o'clock. 10.02, actually. At 9 o'clock, that was WWF Warzone. No, and yeah, then, yeah, backwards. No, Raw was, Warzone was Raw first. Was what started, Warzone was the second hour. I thought Raw was first. No. I mean, I thought Raw was second. I thought Warzone was first. No. Really? Raw into the Warzone, yeah. But I just, I remember when you started. It was as you go into the war zone. That's where you started to have the the air raid sirens and stuff going off. Mm. Then it just all became one thing. Yeah, because yeah. it was all. Then it just became war, uh, raw, and then raw's war, yeah, raw's war, yeah. Then you know, just raw. But and then the f out. That 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 whole thing right there. I mean, I used to hate seeing that little the copyright thing pop up. I was like, God damn it, it's eleven oh five already. Yep. Son of a bitch. I got to wait till Thursday. Just be glad you weren't uh, VHS taping all that stuff back then. Mondays was a long night for me, buddy. No, no. Oh. I didn't have to worry about it then. Because movies for guys who like movies suck. Because, <laughs> God, I got to find something to watch for two hours just to hit the record button and go to sleep. <laughs> well, yeah. 
going black and having to watch the next man we talk about that all the time how raw would go black and then with, 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 with raw we didn't have to wait until the next week most of the time because when once they started doing smackdown they picked it back up on smackdown showed you what happened on raw and what happened when the cameras went off but that can I, only happen if you don't have what social media exactly exactly because we talk they, about it too. Our ESPN days and watching SmackDown on Wednesday morning. Yeah. I got it on Tuesday night and showed it to us on Wednesday morning. Then I would go home and bet people who was going to win what match. And man, I, I, you know how much lunch money I got from people in the neighborhood because of that? I appreciate yeah, that. I never got a kickback, but that's fine. <laughs> Hey, look, th th those in broke days, I, I was going to Popeyes up the street getting me two large Cajun rices and something to drink with that five dollars. Hey, That's bro, all I could afford then. Maybe if you wasn't up there uh sucking a job and making love with the host stand, you could earn you a free meal. I, I was trying, it just didn't work. So I, I focused on the things that did work and I just lost contact with it. But hey, hey. It was good while it lasted. When they're trying to make love in this club. Hey, it's it's nothing wrong with it. I mean, I was pitching woo on the job. Is that a, was that a problem? No, you good, man. You good over here pulling Alicia Keys. Hey, I know you saw me while I was down <laughs> in the sports arena. You know, I was the one with the dazzle blue at the register. <laughs> you know how many phone numbers I got sitting at the top of those steps. Oh, man. I, I, I met a girl that, that was going to Gal You Dead at the time. Oh my. Absolutely gorgeous, man. Oh. Everybody's like, how you gonna talk to her? I was like, email. And that's exactly how we talked for about six months. And then she went back home. I was upset. Upset that she went back home. She wasn't from here, but I was upset. Upset. Yeah. Well, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, yes, I was pitching woo. Clearly, you already ready to go home because you you got. I see the signs up. They say wrap this shit up, B. Yeah, because we we already hit an hour and a half, man. And this well, is hey, man. beautiful freestyle. Yeah, I mean it's it's a business edition, so we'll, we'll see. We'll obviously keep our nose to the grindstone and our ears uh, up. To, uh, figure out what's going on. I'm hoping this uh, rumor is just that because. You know, as much as we talk about creative and what they should and should not do in WWE, to have WWE without uh, a McMahon owning it is not going to make sense, especially considering that the next generations of McMahons are really getting close to the age where they can start going into the mailroom once, you know, everybody's able to get in and working from the ground up and appreciate the business. Um, you know, Stephanie's got the girls, so... That should be some drive and then starting to ask questions uh, organically like, why isn't that woman in the main event right now? You know, those type of things. And then Shane and his sons should be out there putting up the ring and doing what needs to happen and, and all those lovely things so they can appreciate from the ground up what is expected. But you can't do that if you're not in charge. Exactly. So, uh, you know, don't need to have the new Titan Towers if you don't have the Titans in it. But, uh, you know, that's a, that's a whole other thing. So we'll keep an eye on that. Next week, uh, we'll be back to the grindstone. Hopefully, um, James will be able to well, – actually, not really hopefully, but 
Uh, we expect James to be on because he ain't got no job. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait, wait. Next week is what? What is this? What's today? Today is the fifth. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next week is the twelfth. Possibly. Something like that. Uh, it's it's one of them days. I'm all my days running together, man. I've been working on my know. Who you telling? Testify, brother. Testify. <laughs> we, we'll have all that stuff, and you know, we'll, we'll dive into the indies again, and and AEW, and and start seeing how uh, things are going to happen. Uh, congratulations. Still nothing else to WWE brokering the deal for SummerSlam for the first time ever to be in a stadium. So uh, this would be the second large, massive gathering WWE related. What stadium uh, did they get? Oh, gosh. I think uh, I, apologize. I tweeted it out, but I didn't dial it in. So hold on, I'll see if I can get it uh, to tell you. Got me over here. Uh, take place on August 21st. Uh, full attendance. Uh, dang it, that's not the one I want. So I'll find it for you. So you normally quicker that stuff than I am. Oh, believe me, I, I, I'll search it up once we finish. And uh, cause I, it, it'd be great if they could do it in Detroit and that, uh, what's that little Caesars? I know you can get enough people in there that you can make back. Uh, one. Going to Vegas at uh, Allegiant Stadium. Yeah, Legion. Now I was getting ready to say Reliant. Uh, Reliant is uh down in Texas. Yeah, so Godfather will be happy. I expect to see him there. And you know what? We gotta uh I before we get out of here, let me just say this. We talk about giving flowers. Gotta get a flowers for the Godfather who has been through the evolution in WWE and he has recreated himself time and time again. And it never got stale. And I, I, I had to, I thought about that this week and I, I had to say that. The dude's gimmicks never got stale. So shout out to the Godfather. Shout out to uh, the Godfather and Papa Shango because without a Papa Shango, we would never have the Boogeyman. And they hang out together too. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Shout out to Boogeyman for getting some teeth. It's kind of disturbing though because he's still. The boogeyman with teeth. I mean, he was already creepy, but now, yeah, that's still somebody you don't want to see in the alley and start hearing that laugh. Like Candyman, the hell with that. I don't want the boogeyman to come get me. <laughs> he already said he coming to get me. Yeah, yeah pretty much. All over the place too. Like God, dang, get that man some tissue. But I guess uh, since we got to wrap this thing up, if you're already watching us on Facebook Live, we appreciate that. Um, you know, you can catch us on the YouTubes and like, subscribe, blah, 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 blah. If you would like to do that, we appreciate it. And then you got us on Anchor for the podcast. And then I'm not going to name all of them because you can do that. But, you know, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Overcast, uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, uh, Podbean, Podtail, uh, uh, 
Pod Pod, Apple iTunes. Um, who else am I missing? Spotify, Google Podcast. Yeah, yeah, all that, all that don't, crap. Don't forget about your favorite. Owl tail. Yeah, I ain't got no tail from them yet. So, um, <laughs> you know, you can hear us on on all those lovely streaming uh, locations. And if you are listening to us on Owl Tail, let us know how that experience is. Please. Please. You've got a hoop or some tail. One of the two. That'd be great to know. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this beautiful business edition of the Saturday Night WrestleManiacs presented by the Sideline Junkies. That is the People's Choice Don Rodriguez. I am the big guy, KG. Uh, James is on special assignment tonight, so I guess I got to do his part. Uh, Konnichiwa, bitches. Diversify your bonds. <laughs>